The Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. It is 11 past mm. six. It is. And we're at work. Yes. And you We've know been what? been at work a while. 20 years now for Nat and I, mm. Sean 15. It's a struggle. <laughs> it's a... It doesn't just happen. No, it doesn't. It's a struggle to get here. Yeah, that's right. You don't want any roadblocks in your way, no speed bumps. Mm. You just want to be able to get to work. Because mm. you know what? You don't really want to get to where you're going. Look, Sam's arriving now. He's waiting at the lift. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> how very interesting. How, I wonder how he got in because yeah. it wasn't that easy yeah. to get no. to the road. Yeah. There should be no hurdles yeah. to us getting to work, and today there was a significant hurdle. At the moment, um, Subiaco is going through a rebirth. That's right. We've got <laughs> stuff happening left, right yes. and centre, which means that there are... Roadworks. crannies, roads, footpaths... Littered with witches' hats. You got to say though, this has been going on for so long. Yeah. These people who have got the contract to be able to fix the roads just out in front of the corner of Rockaby yeah. and Hay Street, they're multi-millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, when I get here this morning, so I get here about half an hour before everyone else, I'm driving in, and then I see this person suddenly put witches' hats up, and I went, "Okay, well, how is this going to end?" So I just drive through, get to work quite fine. Yeah. Then everyone else starts getting to work. First was Harry. Then I tried to head southbound on Rockaby uh, between Roberts and Hay. And then I, the lady said, go around. I went, okay, no worries. Assuming the other way would be open yeah. uh, from Hay Street. And then um, once again, no, this road is closed. I just I just went, okay, no worries. And just drove on the wrong side of the road and came into the car park. Yeah. Now, were they getting angry? Did they, uh, they look the, shocked? Did they, they look shocked it, it feels like the guy was like, eh, okay, whatever. And then... Because um, there's it, no other traffic he, around. I, 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 I just pretty, he just said, no, the road's closed. And I went, well, I don't care. See ya. Yeah. And then yes. drove in. Yeah. Well, and the next person um, to arrive was... Sean McManus. So I came up to the lights here just out the front of the Subiaco Hotel, yeah. if everyone so can imagine that, coming down Hay Street. And there was all those signs there. And then the guy just rushed straight up to my window and I put it down just a millimetre. And I, <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's Rose Close. And I said, I work here. And I just drove off. I didn't give him a chance yeah. to respond. Yeah. Look yeah. at me. Yeah. Nothing. Now, I'm guessing that these people are getting slightly frustrated right now. <laughs> Who was the next person to arrive? I think Amy. Amy. Yes. What happened next? So then I'm arriving, Sean. <laughs> Which way did you come? So Down you Down the... Hay Street like Sean okay, does, same. turn right yep. on to Rockaby. Yes. So then I arrive and then there's uh, signs like littered on the street and one literally blocking the road saying road yes, close. Yes, it was. I was like, cool, all right, how am I going to get around this? I'll drive around yeah. because then there's a parking lane oh. that you can get around. Yeah, that's true. So and you were going to drive on the correct side of the road, just just around the but around the, the around the, the sign, the sign yeah. right? To turn right onto yeah into the car feet, park into yeah. the car park. And this lady uh, is standing there, and <laughs> I don't even know how it happened, but within seconds, at 10 to 5 in the morning, I'm having a screaming <laughs> woman. <laughs> and, like, and there's no I construction happening. I there's work, nothing I happening. Over. Not one car to be no. seen. No, no, no Amy, can you, can you, like, say, be, be back there, like, use the same voice, the same anger, the same volume. Oh, go, just as go. As though go. she's yelling at you in, as well. Back in. You can't go in there, mate. I work at Nova. Okay. I was a bit angry than that, wasn't no, I? No, but, it, but Just we, forceful. Kept, we literally kept saying that okay. to one another. Yeah, okay. I'm like, but I work at Nova. I've got to get to work. There's no traffic. Yes. I'll just go and around. And there's no workers yeah. doing anything. No, you just set up <laughs> the witch's hat. They're not endangering like, anybody. I literally was screaming that at her five times in a row, and then I just... Went. Went. <laughs> you, you know and the best here. part of that is the woman is screaming at Amy when Amy's driving off. No! 
No! No! No! <laughs> you know why? Because me and Harry had driven down there and yes. given absolutely no Fs about no, what we're no, doing. Even and then you went on the wrong side of the road. Amy tried to go on the right side of the road but around the barrier. They're, they're going, Mike up there has not stopped yes. the car. Yeah. Cheryl, get so, down yeah. there and make sure these idiots don't come down. When I went, hell. When I, there was nobody there, so she'd given up by the time yeah. I went because I came, I, I saw it because I come down Rockaby Road and it was blocked off a block up there. Mm. And so I've gone around and around and come down the Hay Street and then there was a, one of those utes with all the barriers and things yeah, on the yeah, back yeah. of it kind of just slowly going through as the lights change and he's trying to wave me through like to overtake him yeah. and I just turned straight down you did. You just the Vin wrong Diesel side on. of the road <laughs> and there was nobody there to stop me. So that lady had clearly just given up. Let's talk about the two losers in the room. Oh. Ali and um, Ruby come over to the microphone because you know what I love about you guys? I love the gumption. That's right. You know what I mean? I love the, I lo- no, you know why? Just, we're you know why? Can I just say this to no. the people out there that are visiting during work? We've been here for 20 years. This is our house. <laughs> you are guests. And also, we, we didn't endanger anybody. There's literally nobody else around. So, where did you park, Ruby? On the street. But I tried to go down. I tried to go down the other side of the road. I did yeah. it. Taylor Swift was blaring, Cruel Summer. I didn't even notice this chick. And I went down to go and she was like, standing oh, behind is, me. Is, <laughs> is that what happened to her? Reverse out in the middle of the intersection. Oh, my God. I really, She's a person. You're a car. Um, Ali, go. Did you? How, where did you park, um, Ali? Well, last time this happened, I had a big fight with them, um, <laughs> and then you I love a bit of confrontation. When I had a fight with them, too. yes, and I ended up parking on the street. But when I walked past them, I could hear them relaying stories to each other about idiots that ignored closed roadside. <laughs> so I, I yeah, those, just you know where those idiots are parked though, underneath <laughs> yeah, the building. Exactly. Well, Sam just arrived. Sam, is, yeah. it, is it getting worse out there? Yeah, it's I a jungle out there. Where'd you park? I, I parked on the street too because, yeah, they seem they're a bit up and about now. Like, really in the middle of the street. Blocking <laughs> <laughs> it off. No! No! <laughs> I had the meeting. I did try, though. I did try. All I'm saying is do not take us on. That's right. And also, do not get in our way. We don't, look, and also, we don't want to get here either. <laughs> and also, like, if, there, if there's no construction going on and there's no other traffic, just let us through oh. into our car park. Anyway. It doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, we were here first. Yes. <laughs> yes. The you end. Know, um, <laughs> our cars are probably getting towed as we speak. This is the Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast. Bali. Uh, oh, oh, Sean, you've just been. back there. Bali, Bali, garang, Sean. me garang, all the garangs. Oh, garang, Sean. Garang, garang. Just Sean, rice, I think. Yes, friend. You packed your bags. Yes. I can feel it. Going to the airport. Perth airport. Yep. So excited. Oh, Nathan. How long's the flight? Three hours, 45 minutes. <laughs> Only three hours and 45 minutes until you are in paradise. I can feel the sun on my back already. Yeah. Oh you're already gosh. you're already wearing shorts, right, yeah, on the yeah, plane? Yeah, yeah. Even though it's like 12 degrees here. No, and you also... Be, you don't want to get off when it's steaming. No, and that's right. Like. Sean, um, you're a regular traveller there as well. You've probably got some friends there that you're going to mm. hook up with that next day. Of course I am. G'day. You've got plans. plans. Yeah. You've got solid plans. G'day. Yeah. G'day. It's G'day your driver. Uh, he's oh, the guy who saved me down the beach. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's and Dana, he's the driver. He comes yeah. and gets yeah, all the kids. Well, takes them out. One hundred, more than one hundred Bali bound passengers in Perth. So a full plane, full plane. They had their flight cancelled because of these two drunk dickheads. So they're on the plane. So 
This is what's happened. So they've rocked up there everywhere. It started beforehand. They've got an uh, they've got an open bottle of duty free alcohol. Yeah, right. right. Which you're not allowed to do. Swigging it as they're yes. walking. So people are filming them as they're you walking do down the gangplank. Right. Gangway. Gangplank. Gangplank is on a <laughs> boat. If a you're a pirate. pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Off the gangplank. He's gone. Right into the sharks. I always get my pirate ships and yeah. airplanes mixed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so it started there. Um, and uh, long story short, they get escorted off the plane. Yeah. Right? So everybody's on, they've, they've yep. boarded the plane. They're yep. waiting to take yep. off. Yep. But these two idiots yep. Yep. are misbehaving so badly, yep. they get escorted off yep. the plane. Yep. So the police have gone on there. The police have taken them off the plane. Then, of course, what happens? The plane gets cancelled. The flight gets cancelled. And everyone Why has to go home. Why can't they just take off? Yep. That's not fair. Everyone has to go home. So here are some of the disgruntled passengers. They were yeah. so obviously inebriated before even, like, walking on into the tunnel. They were swigging from the bottle. It was a joke. It was um, remiss of the airline to allow them on in the first place. Then they started just swearing and saying stuff like, like talking about bombs on the plane. Oh. We, we were stuck on the tarmac for three hours and then, yeah, we got a taxi back to home, which is in Mandurah, and now we're back here at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, oh. whole day's play. So, yeah, so the next day everyone goes back for the flight, right? So these blokes, by the way, mind you, are 28 and 29 yes. years old. So these are not 19-year-old yep. Yep. youngsters that don't know any better. Yep. Mm. People were shocked because those two blokes rocked up for the replacement flight the next how day. Have, how have they not been banned for life by the airline? I've got a lot how? of questions with it. Can, if we just go back a step, yes. why do you think that the airline weren't able to take them off the plane and then everyone continued on Clearly, their Because they, they said they were on the tarmac for, for three, three hours, hours and then obviously that it's a, ti- a crew yeah. timeout issue. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, they come back. They come back. Right. And they're allowed to board the plane. So, Again. Sean, Channel 7 News were right on it. Oh, they got told, hey, those two blokes are over at the pub. <laughs> so they run over to the airport bar and they questioned the two blokes. And this is what they had to say. So why did you behave like you did? Oh, I drank a bottle of Jemison's. That would do it. <laughs> I wasn't abusing anyone. I wasn't being rude to anyone. I was just a bit drunk. If they just took the plane off, I would have fallen asleep and everyone would be in Bali. Do you feel bad? No. Why? I'm just going to jump on the next plane. Oh, I, can't, I don't understand how the airline is letting them fly. I don't the airline, and, and that fancy lady in the first group, mm, she yes. said it was remiss of the airline to let them on the plane. I She's know. right. Yes. They should have been stopped yeah. at the gate. And yeah. also, she should have been stopped at the gate because anyone going to Bali shouldn't be able to use the word remiss in a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> You're far too educated for this place. This place is not for you. No legium for you. She was pretty fancy for Bali, wasn't she? Like, just if you have stuff on that, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, oh, people must be going to weddings and things. What, like, a, how to ruin a holiday. Also, just even that poor bloke that went back to Mandra. Yeah, I know. Like, are you kidding me? You have to go back to Mandra and then yeah. come back the next day. What a bummer for the start of your holiday. It's outrageous. And that's what an idiot can do to yes. your holiday. Uh, someone else and their stupid behaviour yes. can really affect It's bad you. enough if there's a legitimate reason. Like, they're, they're playing, there's something wrong with the plane or when my flight got diverted to Singapore because someone was having a heart attack. Yes. And luckily he survived and everybody's like, okay, that's fair enough. That's a life-threatening emergency. But it's just two dickheads misbehaving because they can't handle their booze. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's outrageous that that impacted that entire plane full of people. For sure. We know this has happened to so many people. So 13, 24, 10. Let us know if an idiot has ruined your holiday. Right, so whatever it may be, mm. um, maybe you missed your flight. Yeah. Maybe they were in the hotel room next to you and yeah. they get changed several times. Yeah, yeah. dickheads are everywhere. It's true. Um, one hundred and fifty dollars to spend at B store. One hundred and fifty dollars to spend at B store. Oh. Don't ring up if you are next to me at any stage. <laughs> Experience shoes that love you back at bstore.com.au. <laughs>
<laughs> all those people <laughs> in the Maldives who had to put up oh. with him. All those people at the Padmari had to put up with him. God. All right. Has an idiot ruined your holiday? How? Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hi, okay. mate. Sarah, what happened? So, my ex-husband and I went to Bali for our honeymoon. He got dengue fever <laughs> and the Bali medication and alcohol didn't mix. And we found out as we were landing into Perth where he stood up thinking that we'd already landed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The overhead locker. Yes. And then we all had to wait on the plane while the federal police escorted oh. him off. Oh. Oh. oh, I mean, the bonus is this was at the end of the holiday. It was. And yeah, but people are waiting. Australia but, for a holiday. Yeah, but people are what, itching yes. to go and get their bottle of absolute vodka. That's from true. It's a great point. <laughs> got a good, That's good exactly job. what it was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> is that a federal offence? So It is. Yeah. So, um... Basically, those guys as well, they would have caused a delay because they would have had to get their baggage off. And if they were making jokes about bombs, yes. they would have had to search the whole aircraft. Yes. So, were you mortified right. with what was happening? Oh, I was literally like, what did I do last week? Why did I marry this guy? Yes. Um, you not only ruined it with dengue fever, like, that's a selfish <laughs> reason. Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, disco so fever's fine, selfish. but not dengue. The way he contracted that dangerous disease, yeah. Um, Sarah, how long did it take Sorry, for you to so. move him on then? Yeah, it was the beginning of the um, Six years, but we remain best friends. So oh. We're all good. I just can't go on holidays with him. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, we've learned that lesson. I don't mind the medication ones. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a right. a bit of fun. I mean... <laughs> yeah. but, but if you're also, misbehaving, if you could just tell me what you're on, and I'll, I'll probably find humour in it. I know, but Nathan, if you are on medication, probably don't drink absolute vodka. You probably wouldn't. <laughs> And at least you've just, yeah, just, 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 just rip open absolutely. your giant Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do it on an empty stomach. Yeah, don't. Uh, thanks, Sarah. Brendan's in Brabham. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, good, Brendan. Brendan. Good. Okay. What happened? Did an idiot ruin your holiday? Yeah, so me and the wife were out finally getting to London for sort of Christmas time, staying near Hyde Park, and it was quite busy. So we checked into the hotel that we pre-booked, mm. and uh, when we got down to the room... We just noticed the smell of smoke and we thought, oh, that's a bit weird, you know, most hotels are no smoking, mm. that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, walked in the room and noticed a big paper bag taped over the smoke alarm. <laughs> and the room just, it just stunk of smoke. Uh, so went to report it. Yeah. And they were basically having no bar of it. They're like, you know, that's impossible and turned into a bit of a screaming match what? in the I mean, it's uh, easily provable. Walk with me to the room. Yeah, so I can that's show impossible. You. Wait, are you t- tell me this. Someone's taped a bag on a smoke alarm. <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> what dimension are you uh, in? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so took them took to the room. They looked at it and quite literally just said, oh, that uh, didn't see that earlier. Uh, trying to say that they did clean the room. Oh, yes. Asked to be moved. They said, sorry, there's absolutely no other room. Yeah. So I had to fork out another quite a few hundred dollars just for a last-minute accommodation uh, in London. At a, diff- oh, at a different hotel. That's rubbish. Completely different hotel. Did they at least refund you, the first one? No, nah, nothing. Oh! Absolutely nothing. Oh, I'd be dirty about oh, that. Did you, okay, because I'm not a person that ever leaves a review. Yes, even yes, if someone yes. has stung me. Did you jump on and leave a bad review or not? Oh, yeah, 100%. And yeah. the owners just jumped on and said, sorry, we can't find your booking. Oh! oh. Well, you, well, took, they you took my money. Tried to fob it off. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Brendan. Thank you, Brendan. Jeez. Julie's in Spearwood. Hello. Hello. How Hi, are Jules. you? Hey, Jules. Has uh, an idiot ruined your holiday? Uh, 
it didn't ruin the holiday, but when we were coming back from Manchester, myself and my daughter, we had a nightmare trying to get through um, checking in and customs and everything because of the COVID and mm. everyone going mad. Yeah. Um, eventually got on the plane, not be able to get any duty-free because we didn't have time. Tragedy. And, yeah, went straight onto the plane. Some guy was uh, shouting through a phone and then we were waiting and waiting and then realised that he was being taken off and then all the police came on with guns and oh. <laughs> all the uh, hostesses and everything were going through everybody's baggage, every locker oh. and everything. So we were actually stuck on the tarmac for about three and a half hours. Whoa. And apparently, um, because he said that he planted a gun on board, oh. so... Um, <laughs> So, uh, so they said, oh, well, what we'll do is we'll try and catch up the time to get through to yes. Dubai. Um, so they did manage to do that, but then we didn't have any time for duty-free there either, so we ran through, <laughs> so it was just like... I love it better than duty-free, mate. Yeah. I just know, Julie, what did you really want to get from duty-free? What did you want to get? Vodka. <laughs> Julie, yeah. you can get it on arrival in Why? Perth. Did you do yeah, that? I, I did, I, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did get it on arrival, but okay. um, the queue was massive because oh. everybody couldn't get duty free. Yeah. <laughs> Julie, what vodka but, were you um, chasing? She's an absolute girl. Great, great goose. Yeah, great goose. Oh, a thousand apologies for saying oh, that you're a flavoured yeah, vodka sorry. girl. I'm not a. Yeah. <laughs> Do unflavoured vodka yes. too. I know, but no one gets the unflavoured vodka. You go and buy the absolute vodka for the pretty bottle. <laughs> Let's be honest. Not for the taste. Good on you, Jules. I love that that was your priority. Absolutely. $150 to spend at Beastall. They're all great, actually. Um, I'm going to give it to Brendan. Nathan, Nat, and Sean in podcast form. We've got a Zoom call, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Look who it is. Ricky Lee. Ricky Hi, Lee. Hi, Ricky. Yeah, hey, How Ricky. Are you? Ricky, we're doing a thing at the moment, a competition called Table for Four, where someone mm. can win a $1,000 dining experience, mm. right? And you yep. were one of the celebrity voices sitting at the table yesterday. What was I saying? Was I bitching and moaning about something? Or yes, no? yes, you do work at Nova, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all do as employees. You were actually saying he's, he's a really great guy, so we can't imagine who you might have been talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's a really great guy. Was that? Oh gosh, I know. Well, we you don't know s- anyone that it could possibly be. You were sitting with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Chris Hemsworth, and Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Yeah. What a combination! I mean, that's a table, isn't it? That's right. a real table. That would be so fun. But think about it, though. It's not out of the realms of possibility, though, because Ricky Lee is, of course, yes. Australia's sweetheart. So, who's, <laughs> who's been the most impressive people you've had at a dinner table, Ricky? Well, I mean, I. Uh, Sam Smith is a very good friend of mine and comes and stays here when what? they're in town. Oh, but cool. stays at your house? We've, yeah, we've got very drunk out on that deck and, oh. and on that table. What are they we- like? Because <laughs> I feel like we'd love Sam. Sam is a wonderful, wonderful human. Yeah. Uh, full of charisma and is really funny. Yeah. And they're just one of my favourite people. And, you know, since since they were... You know, I think it was before before Stay With Me came out yeah. and started coming to Australia doing promo trips and that's when we met. And ever since then we've been friends and, and every trip they come and stay at, at, at my house and, and it's Are uh, they a good awesome. house guest? Like do they make their bed? Oh no, it's very messy. It sounds very messy. But we all, you know, we 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 have a very good time, and yeah. um, I always feel sorry for our neighbours. The last, well, the first time they came to this house, um, the neighbours 
around the area because we live in this like really hilly area where their sound just echoes. Yes. And Sam and I got into my costume cupboard downstairs with all my sequins <laughs> and heels and wigs and, you know, all my video clip and stage costumes. Yes. And we put them all on and we went out on the deck and we were playing music really loud and singing I Want to Dance to Somebody by Whitney Houston. And one of the neighbours came and came down the driveway and knocked on the door and said, everyone is complaining about the horrific singing that's happening. <laughs> I was like, if only you knew. Ricky Lee and Sam Smith. That is so That's funny. Amazing. Oh, that is so funny. People normally yeah. pay for this. Oh, that is incredible. Wow, and that's a next level, knowing yes. someone having them Bloody stay oh. in the house. Yes, yeah, that's that's that right. is. That's crazy, Ricky. Mm. Of course. Mm. Um, Ricky, I wanted to ask you too. We were speaking about off-air. Nathan mentioned um, the fact that you're doing the afternoon stuff, which is the opposite to us, and we're always yes. dying because up early. There must be yeah. a... There must be a bad point to doing drive. Can yeah. you tell us what it might be? Because we want to... We wanna... I mean, if you take Tim Blackwell out of it. We just need, we just need something. <laughs> we, need, we need something to hold on to. You need something. Well, okay, so not, doing the drive show isn't my only job, right? So sure. I, I have, like, multiple jobs. Yes. I do TV and I release music and, and I work in studios during the day. So I think that the hardest thing about doing it for me, and this is, like, you know, it's not that bad, but because creative people and songwriters and producers generally work at night. Uh, yeah, right. When we start, yeah. it's like 4 o'clock and go till about 2 o'clock in the morning. So I now have to go to the studio at like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning and do like a regular day in the studio, like regular hours, which just no one, no creative person is ever in the mood to write a song or produce a banger in the middle of the day because yeah. everyone's just waking up. So that's made it really hard and it's made it's made making the album take so much, much longer. longer. Yeah, right. Because of the time that we have to get it done. And it's, yeah, it's very, it's, it's, it's frustrating because I'm like, just do it. Just wipe up and just yes. do it. Oh, oh my God, hurry up. Get the ground running. Yeah. Let's get this freaking song finished because I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to, I want the album to be done so I can have my days back to myself. Hey, Ricky, I reckon, I reckon you are the envy, right? You're the envy of everybody in the music industry because you've got a dream right now. Yes. You are releasing music while working for a radio station who, who appreciates your music. your music and plays your music. It's a beautiful relationship, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Oh, it mate. Really, really is. <laughs> How good is that? So, I've got to say, like, it's it's never expected that, that you know, I still have to bring great music. Like, they're not going to yes. play shit. Your first <laughs> single was the best single that you could have come back with. That mm. was unbelievable because that, to me, straight away when you heard it, it felt really familiar, right? Yeah. But yet yeah. it was completely different. It was epic. It was everything you need. And it was one of those ones where, you know, from singing shows mm. from now on at auditions, people are going to be singing that song from Ricky Lee. The next uh, one, uh, so surprising, Ricky. How upbeat is your latest single? It's amazing. Yeah, so Point of No Return, the new one that yep. came out today. Yes. Um, it's so fun to actually say Huge. that. Um, I don't think I, I wanted people, I wanted to come with a song that people weren't expecting from me. Yes. I think after On My Own, they probably would have thought I would come with another ballad yeah. or yes, or maybe something was in that world. But I wanted to, with all the love in the world, punch people in the face with this song. Mm. Love it. And I wanted it. it to be completely different and almost a shock to people. I, don't, I like keeping people guessing. And the fun thing about this song was it's it's kind of not... I haven't done anything like this in my whole career. All the songs I've released, 
I haven't kind of touched this sound yet, which was really fun to to be able to do and to be able to in a in a career that's gone almost 20 years to to have not gone into a sound. So it's it made it really interesting for me. And I I like how unexpected it is for people. But it's that kind of like 2000s yes dark yes, it is. that's yes. what we're saying hear me, that, hear me tonight that yeah. kind of vibe um fat boy slim jamiroquai that kind of yeah. world um I, I and it's just fun it just feels good and know? it's more impressive knowing it was probably written around lunchtime yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was it was written in November last year, and I, yeah, I was I was at the studio yeah. at nine thirty in the morning. That's yeah. right club here. Oh <laughs> hey, Ricky, we're putting together this album, and um, then the release of the songs as they come out. Mm. Do you get a choice over which ones are coming out when? Yeah, well, I mean, I release all of this music through my own record label. We're yeah. distributed mm. through a, a wonderful distributor, which gives independent artists the you know this amazing platform to be able to do it but this is you know i'm i'm you're in control this is the second song from what i'm guessing is going to be many more songs that we're going to be playing do you want to do the amazing the ricky lee intro for it we'll play it right now yeah please go on first time i've actually done this it's so exciting i don't even know okay guys you're about to hear it for the very first time. This is my brand new single, Point of No Return. It's out now. Thank you. See you, buddy. Bye, Bye. Bye. Love you. It's the Nathan, Nat and Sean podcast.